Hi, I have an idea for the space program, any future space program. Let's take half of the money, like in the case of uh, the, the one rocket that blew up last week, uh, $100 million, and take all the science experiments that were going to go up on that rocket and set them out in the middle of, like, the salt flats and just set them on fire and save ourselves $100 million. No more space programs. It's dumb. We're not going to get anywhere in the next million years. We're not going to get anywhere useful with it. So save the money. Welcome to episode 69 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast, exploring the idiosyncrasies and oddities of life as we discuss the things that we nerd out about and you nerd out about and everybody nerds out about. Today is election day, Tuesday, November 4th, the year of our Lord, 2014. (laughs) Oh no. And I... I'm Jeremy, and I am joined by my illustrious, beautiful, wonderful cohort, partner, brother, and friend. I'm Christy. She's <laughs> on her phone. Already a stellar start to this wonderful episode. <laughs> Christy is already distracted and not wanting to be recording, so there's something to be excited about. It's election night. Very exciting. Do you know vote day is my favorite the, di- holiday? The uh, the smell of <laughs> communism is in the air. No. I don't know. Democracy. Democracy. Uh, either that or I forgot to shower this morning. <laughs> one of the two. <laughs> Do you know that one of the first times I went to your house, um, well, because it was around this time, you were like offering me things from that little mini fridge in the church. You're like, um, I have like uh, tuna fish yeah. and water mm-hmm. and vodka mm-hmm. and you asked if i wanted to vote for you oh, like yeah. do you do your ballot yeah I have, my, <laughs> I have my ballot out you love voting so i, do. I figured it's i would fa- give you the opportunity really is, to vote twice it is my favorite <laughs> holiday um anytime i didn't this year but usually when i work in an office with a lot of people i would make vote day treats wow American yeah flag cookies i remember, I remember you going out yeah to like party at a bar Mm-hmm. When uh, Obama got reelected this last yeah, time, yeah. So when it's a big, or as I call him, Obama. When it's a big election year, I go all out, print up the the U.S. map, and have blue and red um, little crayons and color it, and it's like a huge ordeal. <laughs> oh nerd! Yeah. Barack Obama, am I right, guys? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Morton Zoo. (laughs) Christian. I don't know. I can't do it. You can't do impressions. It's not my thing. What is your thing? Let's figure it out. I don't know. Space. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's election day. Welcome, new listeners. If you're new to the show, thank you for listening. I have but one request, and that is this. My one and only request is that you go to iTunes or whatever service you use to listen to podcasts. If you don't have one, I suggest iTunes. This is as easy as any. Mm-hmm. And subscribe to our podcast. We'll make it very easy. In the links to the show, I will put a link to the iTunes page. You just click subscribe, and then every time we post a show, you'll just automatically get it. No matter the day, no matter the time, <laughs> it'll show up. Which is usually, what, 3 o'clock in the morning? Yeah. Yep. 
there's some uh, pretty exciting developments. I'm not sure if you saw this on our Facebook page. You um, made fun of me last week for being bad at Facebook, but mm-hmm. I uh, I posted. Um, there's a new feature for the company that we use to host the audio files for the show where um, we can actually just put a player on Facebook for the episode. So people can hit play on our Mm -hmm. Facebook page or in their feed where it's posted and our show will just play in the background. Interesting. So that would be a great example, as you always bring up, for somebody that I would want to subscribe to the show because maybe they came across it in their feed. Because okay. one of us or a friend shared the show. They're listening to it in the background as they're scrolling through their friends and they see Aunt Bobby had her baby and Uncle Tom got a divorce and mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I just, Whatever feel else. what's going to happen? Cousin, is... Cousin Janie is finally in a relationship or <laughs> whatever. <laughs> things got complicated with <laughs> my brother in law. What's going to happen is. Someone's going to listen to, you know, find us in their feed, start it, yeah. scroll through their feed and see the exact same player for Serial and stop listening to oh us. Oh, my God. And- yes, please. Let's plug, let's plug Serial. They obviously need, <laughs> they need some help. So here's the thing. I recently got addicted to it, meaning yeah. I started it yesterday and I've gone through six episodes. She's listened to more episodes of that podcast than she has of her own. That's true. Podcast, so. Now... Jeremy refuses to listen to Serial, and I think it's for two reasons. I listened to the first episode. But you hated it. I didn't hate it. I just don't listen to it. Here's my two reasons why I think he doesn't listen, and he will tell what his reasons are. Number one, I think he's jealous of their download numbers. And number two, it's because everybody else likes it. How close to the truth am I? I don't care about their download numbers. I am always happy for other people's success. But, uh, but... I will say I, I do have something built into me that automatically wants to dislike everything that's popular. <laughs> and so the fact that it's become rapidly successful and popular as of late mm-hmm. makes me not want to listen to it. So it's not that I dislike it. I just don't care. And plus, I'm always like, do I don't know. I, but you promise I listen you'll to listen. the first episode. I will I will give it a shot. You promise you'll listen so that I have someone to talk to about it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. We will see how that goes. So <laughs> if you're not listening, listen to it. Our last episode, Christina, was yes. gumdrops and gunshots. Yes. Where I um, announced my political platform of taking, taking people's guns. guns. I'm going to mm-hmm. take everybody's guns and I'm going to melt them down and turn them into school buses. And uh, we also did the recap of the candy. And yes. was there any... I feel like... I feel like of... Everything that we've ever talked about on the show, and we have talked about a lot of things. We've talked about religion. We've talked about sexual preference. We've talked about sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. We've talked about landing on the, like, moving to the moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about a lot of things. And uh, I feel like the most controversial, the judging by the amount of feedback that we got, the most controversial an interesting thing that we have a topic that we have broached has been this candy situation. Yes. I've had First, multiple people that I didn't even know listen to the podcast tell me this was the greatest. I, I could just sit and listen to you guys talk about candy <laughs> forever. Really? So I think that we might have to do what they call in the startup world a pivot. Okay. And we're going to pivot the Nerd Out Loud, the Nerd Out Loud podcast uh, and take it in a new direction. Uh, that direction being candy. Well, here's the problem with this. 24-7 the candy cast. But you, the problem with this is, is that it would be better if we had a taste test element to it. But you were, you 
hate that. Nobody wants to listen to people chew and talk. I don't think we need to have it. We could turn off the mics for the chewing part and just have the rea- instant reaction. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I I had some I had some fallback, some fallback, some feedback, mm-hmm. some blowback, some pushback. Okay. Some um, from from last week's episode, I got a text from somebody. Okay. That said, I heard you were talking about me on the podcast. <laughs> oh no! And uh, they were not excited. Um, but it's not like you said anything bad. I didn't think I said anything that bad. And and, and the, this person told me that. And I said, I'll have to re-listen. I don't think that I said anything that bad. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'll take a look. And their response was that they uh, don't have enough time to listen mm-hmm. to the podcast. But they had gotten a report. Which was, was, was simultaneously my that was uh, offensive and kind of uh, flattering at the same time. Because <laughs> like... Somebody was saying, well, I don't have time to listen to your podcast, which is weird that they felt the need to point that out. But Mm -hmm. on the other hand, somebody thought that we were important enough to not only listen, but then like go and tell somebody else. Right. So maybe that's a way to get the word out, get people listening. We'll just start talking crap about everybody and see if we can't get more people listening to the show. So I, uh, yeah, that, that caused a little bit of a strain. Uh, and I did, I actually went back and edited out the part that I mentioned you this did? person and reposted the show. Oh my God. <laughs> and I, I normally wouldn't Pod, do, like no one's listening. I normally wouldn't do that, but this is somebody that I have a strained relationship with right now. And I'm kind of trying to mend things. Okay. And so I just felt like, I don't know. It just felt like, uh, it felt like the best thing to do in the moment. It just wasn't worth a strained relationship for the a, story. Just a podcast, okay. and, and it wasn't even that great of a story. I hated last week's show personally. I okay. was less than thrilled about it, um, so I was happy to make it shorter. <laughs> okay. I just I don't know. I think we were both in kind of a bad mood or something. It was it was weird. It was weird. Okay. Yeah. You're just shutting down. Are you? Me right now? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. All right. So that was um that was it. There was Oh, I did have a final point about candy. Sorry. Okay. Um it is <laughs> well, because you you, you went off on the guns and like all oh, that stuff. Okay. Oh, okay. So um It's my fault that yes, you checked is. out. Okay. It, I, okay, this is when I start to get pissed. <laughs> okay. Um is that it was such a heated argument. I mean, mm. People were very upset about things being left off or the things that we said. The candy situation. The candy situation. Right. Um, but I just want to say, why does it matter if I like Chico Sticks? <laughs> More for me. It makes you a bad you person. If you hate it. Right? It makes you a bad person. And I think candy corn is disgusting. Yeah. But I don't judge you for eating it. Actually, you do judge people. And you've for outright candy. told people that you judge them about in regards to the candy corn. You were like, I am judging. You specifically said that you're judging people for using for, for, really? for saying candy corn. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead and eat it. I, I mean, I honestly don't care. I'm not going to have any more in the world for you. Okay. That's how I think yeah. Yeah, that I got that kind of point of view when um, for years people would judge me for not eating meat. And I just thought mm, there's more cows for you out there now. Yeah. I don't, more, I don't get why people get upset for you when you don't eat anything. Unless it starts to infringe on your life. It shouldn't matter. Got it. All right. Well, 
So one interesting piece of news that happened last week since we last recorded, uh, a, a frequent topic on this show has been Mars Hill Church. Yes. And they announced, uh, I believe it was on Friday, that they are completely shutting down by the end of the year. Yes. So they have a number of campuses. I can't remember how many it is. I want to say it's like 18 or 22 for some reason are the two numbers that come to mind, but it's in that range, I believe, a couple dozen. Mm -hmm. And um, the the church announced that they all of all of the campuses will either become their own independent 501c3 separate entity um, or they will merge with another local church to start a new thing or to build that mm -hmm. church, or they will just shut down completely. What so, other church wants that's to take be those crazies in? Well, a lot of, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's, <laughs> um, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. And uh, also you called it, I guess. I mean, I you did. said earlier this year, you said by the end of the year. And it's literally yeah. <laughs> <laughs> December 31st is their uh, last day as an organization. So, Well, and what are the theories? They're closing because uh, there's some very serious, shady There's some financial issues mm -hmm. going on. and they're, If they don't, then they're going to look into we're it. Gonna, yeah, if they like filed for bankruptcy or something, then it would have caused the books to be opened up. And mm -hmm. they would have gone back and potentially looked at people's severance payments and Sorry. stuff like that and they could have gone after mm -hmm. some of that they could have gone after oh, I've some heard of the there's individuals already be indictment like there's stuff going on it, it's a pretty nasty situation and i don't know it's it's kind of sad i think like i mean obviously it's i don't think it was the most healthy environment or the most healthy organization so it's probably for the best but mm -hmm. um there's a lot of people that are hurting right now. I mean, I know I've been like fully bought into an organization or a church before and um you know, it feels like your family. And for a lot of those people, that's coming to an end. And this person that they looked up to in one way or another for so long has kind of fallen off the radar and disappeared and that's got to be hurtful. So I don't know. I I am sure that there are a lot of hurting people out there for many reasons and um i hope that they are able to find what they need i guess i don't know yep i um i agree with that but also at the same time there are dozens of support groups of people that have been spiritually abused by this church and for those of of the members that were deniers of that abuse actually happening i don't care if they yeah. Are hurting or not because they caused a lot of that yeah. pain and um, shunning people out of their whole communities. Yeah, yeah, and that's no. But there as was, somebody that has been shunned, yeah, <laughs> and stalked by that mm -hmm. by Mars Hill. You know what's crazy though is the the guy that there's actually a website. It's like repentpastor dot org, I think, or dot com, um, and it's a place for current and previous Mars Hill leaders to go and post apologies to oh, really? people that have been hurt. And there's okay. a last time I looked, there was about 15 different leaders that had posted letters telling their story and explaining what they were sorry for and what their sins were. And that guy, mm -hmm. that guy that stalked me and did mm -hmm. all that stuff was on there and posted a letter apologizing for what he did. 
to you? No. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, a, probably had a, a public, laundry list, a of... public letter. Yeah. I'm sure that I was. I mean, I'm sure that I was a very minor part of right. his experience. You're there, one of but... many that he did that too. Yeah, but I mean, the one of the specific things that he pointed to in his letter was um, just control and trying to use fear and manipulation to lead and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that's, I don't know. I read it and it meant something to me. That's good. So I think it's it's interesting that that's going on. Yeah. But, we shall see. We shall see. Yeah. But uh, not to bury the lead, we had another very exciting thing. All the legal stuff that we have teased to and edited out and <laughs> talked about for the last year plus uh, came to kind of came to a head this last week on Monday. Today's Tuesday, so yesterday. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that was yesterday. Holy cow. Um, I can't believe it was only yesterday, and I can't believe that it's already done. Not already, because that seems like, but yeah. yeah. So let's rewind to the beginning, because now we can unredact. <laughs> yeah. Dact? Can we dact it? Dact. Is that we're is gonna, that a word? We're going to dact it. We're going to dact the story. Yeah. I mean, we'll still keep names out of it. We'll call her K. K. Yes. Kay. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Christy's going to kind of lead, I think, this part, but, and I'm sure this is probably something that we'll come back and visit again, but. Christy has been obsessed with, ever since we told the first part of our story about how <laughs> me and Christy met, what episode was that, like two or three episodes ago? Yeah. Well, because we got so much feedback of, well, what happened? What, what happened so next? Christy had like two friends that wanted to know <laughs> what happened. And instead of just telling them on the phone, well, we're we, going to put it on the we internet. Ha- for we we half asked the story. 200 people Is basically here. what we did. Sure. So we half asked the story and it wasn't complete and it yeah. didn't go up to today. So we're going to get back to that. But I thought it was more important because yeah. we've we've been hinting about it on on Twitter. You tweeted something. I put something on Facebook about it being done. Yeah. And because we've been redacting this since last June. Yeah. Um, we actually had to take a month off of doing... We didn't have to. We chose to. Cause... Well, we had to. Mentally, we had to. We <laughs> I could had not. to, yeah. um, We took actually maybe more than a month off um, last year because of it. And I just think that people... But definitely people have been asking for this story. Oh. So you've told the conception story. I mean, not like in detail, but that you were... So let's just... Go over that really quick. Yeah, I was married. Uh, I had an affair, and the woman got pr- Kay got pregnant, and uh, my daughter was brought into the world. I got a divorce. Kay was with somebody else. Was married at the time. And they separated, and meaning he moved into her parents' house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he moved into her parents' house, and and you happened. moved in together. Yeah, more or less. I don't, mean, I don't had don't gloss place. over this because this is the the start yeah. of what. Oh, happens. okay. So me and Kay more or less moved into each other to, uh, with each other. I had another place. Was kind of living at the church and kind of living with her. Her parents gave her a lot of support. In I don't know about finances or whatever, but definitely in babysitting. And because the husband lived with her parents, she kept Jeremy a secret. So they were not dating to the public. It was all a secret. So he would stay over there, but no one knew that he was actually there. And then it was half his apartment. He was on the lease. Yeah. They actually were apartment managers. So they both lived there. Yeah. And, but whenever her family came over or the other dad came to visit his kids, Jeremy oh. would go to the church. Yeah, I would leave. Okay. So that is from when Ellie was born, October 
in basically a year, right? Mm-hmm. No, before that, you you moved in there in August because we've ha- we know this timeline inside and out now. <laughs> yeah. um, you moved in there in, in August before Legal Ellie documents. was was born, mm-hmm. um, and then and she had the other two kids that lived with her most of the time, mm-hmm. and so you basically lived there and raised the kids as well. Yeah, yeah, I was you really were... involved with them. Mm-hmm. We I took them to school and. And her and the other one of the kids was recently, I mean, he was an infant. Yeah, he was pretty young. Yeah. I think he was. Yeah. Not even a year. So then. No, he was a little over a year, I think. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Um, so then in July, you both started online dating. Oh, you yeah. Were still Yeah, and we've talked together. about that. Yep. You were still together. You still stayed over there. You watched the kids all the time. Yeah. But then you started also dating. If there was something that, I mean, if there was a, uh, I don't know. One one of the biggest problems in our relationship was these blurred boundaries. I mean, that's how the whole thing started was with blurred boundaries of what mm-hmm. was appropriate and what wasn't appropriate. And that was definitely a theme throughout our relationship. And so that's one of the reasons that it's so hard for me to say, oh, this is when we broke up because yeah. we were never really together. I mean, we had a kid together and we spent we basically acted like we were married and I raised you paid all these our other bills. Two kids and we shared our finances and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but in many ways, I was still a secret. She never called me her boyfriend. I never called her my girlfriend. We, you know, her family didn't know I existed. Her, I thought at the time, ex-husband didn't, didn't know that I existed mm-hmm. uh, or was around, you know. But meanwhile, I'm raising these kids mm-hmm. for more than half the week. Um, so yeah, we, so we both signed up for online dating and decided to try doing the casual dating thing. Cause we realized that we just were not getting along and we couldn't be together. It one, just wasn't going to work. One of the main sticking points was she was still married. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, that's right. I guess at the time you were hidden and she was still married. Yeah. But and she I would promise she was getting divorced. And I didn't time. want, yeah, I didn't want to be with somebody that was married. Cause that didn't go well, uh, from the start. And right. so I, I wanted that to change so anyway so you started online dating Mm -hmm. and part part of the breakdown in it was well you've said it before she excelled at it she got lots of dates and she would initially lie about where she was going to go and have you babysit all the kids yeah because she knew that i would get upset uh because i was super jealous Mm -hmm. (laughs) because i still really liked her i still wanted to be with her and still Mm -hmm. wanted to be together um and so i wasn't thrilled that she was dating other people um and i didn't feel good about it and i think i also was harboring a lot of resentment towards her uh because your whole life imploded my life had imploded and, and her seemed I, I to have put, not changed at all. I put a lot of that blame on her and, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I put a lot of that blame on her. Um, you know, it's a result of my choices, so it's not her fault. It's not, you know, but, mm-hmm. but I put that on her and so it turned into a deep resentment. Uh, plus we just didn't, we just did not get along. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just didn't get along, but I thought that I was in love with her and thought that she was the only woman that I would ever feel that way about and. We just had to be together, um, and I knew that if we weren't together, I wouldn't see my daughter as much. And right. You, I had grown to really that, care for the, the other, kids. other two kids. Yeah. and like How that. much of it do you think was you wanting to be together with her because that meant you got to see Ellie every day? Yeah, I'm just, I know that that was part of it. I'm not going to say that that was the only reason, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah. And we would fight all the time about tons of different things. 
I had, I don't know. I don't want to get into tons of detail okay. just because I don't feel like it's necessary. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, um, we would fight I'll all the time. I'll decide if you need to. We would fight all the time. It was really. Um, about money. Her about, house was yeah. disgusting. About money. I had concerns about where my daughter was when she was with her because I came to find out that a lot of the time that she was, my daughter was supposed to be with Kay. Um, Kay had actually taken my daughter somewhere else and had somebody else her husband watching the uh, my daughter. And I had lots of concerns about that and lots of frustration because at no point did I want to take my daughter away from her mom because obviously that's like, Everybody mm-hmm. wants their parents to be in their life. Right. Um, but I also felt like, hey, if you're just going to send her somewhere else, we might as well take, uh, might as well be with me mm-hmm. because I would love to spend any time that I can with my daughter. And you had this really weird schedule, but you got to see Ellie every single day because yeah, of it. I pretty much saw, I pretty much saw Ellie every day. I had her on the weekends and every other night you her. had her. So then you had her every morning until the afternoon. Yeah, it was it was a weird schedule, not good for anyone, but you got to see her. I saw her every day. Stuff got increasingly bad between me and my daughter's mom. Mm -hmm. And we we had what I would definitely describe as a toxic relationship. (laughs) Um, We would fight all the time and I would say really, really nasty things. And yeah. Well, I mean, yes, that's true. And she wasn't innocent at all. I mean, she was. Yeah, but I'm not here to trying i'm not trying to vilify her i mean i'm just trying to more take i don't know yeah yeah the point of this isn't to uh justify anything bad that i did or any bad right. decisions or bad choices that right I made, and i'm i'm here to say <laughs> what the things that yeah. were happening on that side so we too. just had we had a very toxic relationship and it got really bad and we fought all the time mm-hmm. and um i think probably the one of the well i i can feel something and i know you're gonna forget you, she threw you a birthday party. Yeah. And you were dating someone at the time, and she was as well. Mm-hmm. And you invited that person to come. Yep. And she got mad. Yeah. There was, I don't know, mad. Yeah. There was some weirdness there or yes. whatever. Um, and then a cup to a couple weeks later. And I should stay, I, say, I was still extremely jealous of her right. being with this other person and dating other people and not handling it very well myself. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think probably it came to a head. We were all, me and her still had a lot of, me and Kay still had a lot of mutual friends. And we were all out one night and we had gone to a concert. And then we were hanging out at this bar that we used to always go to. And her new boyfriend showed up unexpectedly. And I was already in a really bad mood. So then I went and tried to leave and his car was blocking me in. And there was a lot of yelling. Mm -hmm. And I definitely punched his car. (laughs) And then started yelling at Kay and she was telling me to leave and I didn't want to leave. And I was trying to force myself into our apartment. Uh, mm-hmm. Cause you were trying to apologize. But, yeah. At that I point. I shouldn't right? have, no. I should have just, <laughs> right. anyway. So I, I just left. Um, it did not. Yeah. It was not a, uh, not a, a, a high point in my life to say the least. Um, so at that point, um, any connection that me and Kay had was just done. That was kind mm-hmm. of the turning point where, like, we can't be friends. We can't be in each other's life. Right. This is just toxic. And so we formalized everything a bit more. This whole time, my friends are saying, get a parenting plan. 
get this on the books. And I'm like, Stop no, paying it's her be so fine. much in child support in cash. A lot of child support. I was paying cash because she didn't have bank accounts. Like, she was using my car. My car just basically went with my daughter. So almost all the time, my car just lived at Kay's house, and I was driving my scooter around everywhere <laughs> in the um, winter. In the winter. And uh, and she would never put gas in it, and it had bugs. Yeah, like, there all, was all just sorts of, there, there yeah. was some hygiene problems, and it was just it was not uh, it was not good. So then it came. Um, the, what triggered the what we'll call the event? <laughs> what well, happened and last also July. I met you. He had told when I first met him, it was oh, a lot of bad stuff happened, and we're broken up. It's over. And during all these court proceedings, I found out it was like. A week before. Yeah. That, I thought it was fight, months before. That fight when I was like punching, when I was punching um, Kay's Did boyfriend's car. Did you punch it car, more than once or just once? I don't remember. Okay. Um, and yelling and trying to force myself into the apartment mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Uh, and the police were called, I should say. Yes, but you um, were gone. I was calling. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had gone home at that point and then was calling Kay over and over again to try and talk to her because I was upset and we were, I was trying to like get resolution or whatever hindsight should have just not done that mm-hmm. um the police answered the phone one time and said hey just stop calling this person mm-hmm. so that happened uh that happened a week before i met you <laughs> that, that right. was that was on a uh, that was on a saturday night <laughs> that that happened and i met you the I following think friday the following friday right. is when me and you met well so. and then since the police got called there was a police report and yeah. the police report her report the boyfriend's report and your report are all different. Yeah. Which and, is probably pretty normal in these situations. Yeah, but her boyfriend's report is closer to yours. That's yeah. what I thought was interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. <laughs> I digress on that. So um, then I meet you. It's mm. October. So uh, that's October. I don't know. We don't. There's probably nothing that we need to really cover up until the summer following that. Um, that's when everything got... Mm. Oh, I guess in May is when she started to get... Yeah, I like... I started... um, Well, I started learning. I got in therapy and was going, you know, doing all this stuff and trying to get healthy emotionally because I had... I let myself get to a point in this relationship with Kay where I was so compromised. My... my, uh, There was no healthy boundaries. I was exhausted emotionally. I was financially broken. You know, I had been working three jobs to try and pay all these bills and support the other two kids and my kid and two different households and my car that she was using and Mm -hmm. figure out my own transportation. So financially, emotionally, I was just like spent, like I was just done. And so I had a lot of personal rebuilding to do in that area. Um, and, uh, you know, started enforcing boundaries more, the more boundaries I enforced, the more tense stuff got, the more weird stuff got. Uh, and then we got in a huge fight in July via text message um, uh, because I was going to pick up my daughter or I I had to drop my daughter off at the end of my time and Kay was having me drop her off with somebody else and I said, I'll just keep her. (laughs) How about I'll just keep her until you are ready to see her? Mm -hmm. And Kay said, no, don't do that. And I said, uh, and so I said, fine, okay. So I went and dropped my daughter off with uh, the people that Kay had asked me to mm-hmm. and then proceeded to say a whole bunch of nasty stuff via text message um, to Kay. And that was on a Sunday. And that following Thursday, I was supposed to that was when I was supposed to pick up my daughter because mm-hmm. at that time I had her Thursday through Sunday. And uh, 
I went to go pick her up. Do you think you should get into a little bit about what you said in the text? Because that. Well, I, yeah, I just, I said, um, one of the things that we always used to fight about when we were together was that her apartment was messy and beyond messy. Yeah. It just, it was, it was bad. It was just, it was bad. Um, and so I said, when we got in that fight, I said, I said, your apartment's disgusting. Let's call the police and have them meet at your house and we'll see who my daughter gets to go home with. And, um, she said, are you at my apartment? Are yeah. you inside my house? Yeah. That was her response to me <laughs> saying that her apartment was dirty, was thinking that I was inside her house. And uh, so that was on a Sunday. I said a whole bunch of nasty stuff at like nine. Seven. Seven. I stopped talking to her. Then I got a text message from her at nine that just said, stop talking to me. And we had no interaction until... No, it was at midnight. Oh, okay. Sorry. Because... That's right. Um, and so uh, then... Thursday comes around and I'm supposed to get my daughter and she's not, Kay isn't responding to me and isn't mm-hmm. getting a hold of me. And not to emails or calling or then anything. Then finally, I, my family contacts her or she contacts my family and says, um, I took some legal action against Jeremy. He is going to be served. He should have been already served with papers. I've been advised for now not to let him see our daughter. Um, and that was when I found out that I was um, – she had filed for a protection order against me, which is like a – it's not a restraining order. It's like a non – it's a civil restraining order basically. It's mm-hmm. a, a non-criminal version of a restraining order. Um, and that was in July. And we fought that. That's when all of this stuff started. That's when we took a break as a podcast for like a month or more mm-hmm. because I was just like not in any place to – function i was um that was a really dark time for me personally (laughs) um i on the weekends when i was supposed to have my daughter would just like shut down and i was either sleeping all the time or not sleeping at all and on lots of road trips we would just like yeah i would just not everything would make me sad on the weekends because that was when i was supposed to be with my daughter like i had had her i had her thursday through sunday but i was saw her almost every day and i went from that to seeing her not at all for over two months so what happened um here i'll fill in stuff um he never officially got served so i went to the courthouse and got it and then instantly you got the first lawyer. We so the lawyer discussion is another podcast. Yeah. Although I feel like we've talked about the lawyer thing quite yeah. a bit. So um, we went with him. He went to court. And on the day of court, she brought the more quote unquote evidence. Yeah. So because there was new evidence, we didn't have a chance to actually. Do- oh, no. the first. So the first continuance was because you had never been served. And so we needed to see what she was alleging. Then two weeks later, go back, and that day she decided to emit more evidence. So we only had um, defense against what she first initially did, and then she did more. So, of course, we needed two weeks to push two weeks, this whole time you not getting to see Ellie. Yeah. Then the third time, she does it again, puts in more evidence. So we had already responded to that. We had witness statements from a bunch of people um, going against what she had said. And then the fourth time we just said, it doesn't matter. Like you need to be able to see her. So this whole time, no, no interaction with, didn't get to know how um, Ellie was doing. Didn't get to see her. The week before court, she called your sister and said, do you want to hang out with Ellie for the day? So that happened. Yeah. You didn't get to see her. My whole family got to go see her, which is great, but not great. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so finally in court, then you can go on what happens there. Well, the, yeah, the protection order went through after fighting it for two months. No, it didn't go. Remember at first it went to, got moved to family court where they investigated, oh, but yeah. you got, we got referred to, a fa- we got recurred to, uh, family court services, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. And they were, had to do like a report. Because me and Kay's stories were conflicting so much that the judge didn't feel like she could make sense of it. And so she wanted Family Court Services to make a recommendation where they do an in-depth interview with me and an in-depth interview with uh, Kay. And and those questionnaires that we all had to do. Yeah. But in the meantime, you got got Saturday morning through Sunday. Two days a week to see my daughter. So at least you got to see her. Yeah. And she – we don't need to get into – So then the – the protection order, uh, after all of that stuff, the protection order ended up getting approved and going through. Um, I got uh, court ordered to go to two different um, classes, classes like kind of group therapy class type things. Mm-hmm. Um, one specifically kind of for dads and one just for other people that were in, in my situation uh, or had been ordered to go there by the court, I guess. And, uh, um, those were pretty in depth. Like the, one of them I had to go every week for mm-hmm. two and hours. For it. Yeah. It's yep. 45 bucks a session, um, every week for two hours for six months. And then another six months once a week, or I'm sorry, another six months once a month after that. And then the dad's one, I couldn't start until I was done with the every week one mm-hmm. uh so i had to do six months of that and then i could start the one that's targeted for dads and that is twice a month so and you're still doing I went from yeah and you're i went from dead. having to go four times a month to the one and that for six months and then now i go two times a month to the one for dads and then to the monthly for the other mm-hmm. one and those will be wrapping up in the next couple months and those have been i mean it's a hassle and it's a lot of money and like if I'm going to be doing personal development, I'd rather be paying for like individual therapy probably right. as opposed to group therapy. Um, you know, most of the people that I interacted with in those classes, um, I will, they are some great guys, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been really interesting getting to meet some of those people. And um, th- my situation is tame compared to most of the guys that I interacted with. Um a lot of face tattoos. <laughs> a lot well, of them. Um, anytime the, you tell your story, no one believes you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was one of the people, um, one of the only people that hasn't been like arrested and hasn't done jail time and mm-hmm. isn't being charged with a cr- crime and that kind of stuff. Um, that yeah. said, these are great. They've been great classes and I've uh, appreciated. I've appreciated what I've learned for sure. So, so that happens. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that. And then, uh, in on that day, yeah, you get the protection order. So one year you have to, you know, you can't see her. So I've in in court, she names me as her friend. Yeah, that <laughs> will be the third party. <laughs> so for the last year, I've had to do all the drop offs and pickups. Yeah. Christy's had the, to be all of the exchange person, and all the communication has gone communication, through here. Uh, which her has been amazing because also, I do not like this woman. Not even also a little. what's happened. Um, 
uh, what happened that day is that we started, um, I, I started the process of doing what I should have done months prior to that mm-hmm. when my friends were telling me, which is file to, for a parenting plan to be in place. Having a parenting plan in place uh, is basically just a document that goes on file with the court. Every If you get a divorce, at least in Washington State, if you get a divorce, you have to have a parenting plan on, in place before they'll even let you get a divorce if you have kids. And um, I anybody that has kids with somebody that they're not married to, get a parenting plan with them. It just needs yes. to happen. So on the day that the when we went to the hearing to f- figure out the protection order thing and it ended up going through, we actually served Kay with papers. Uh, basically, um, we filed a motion saying we are starting a parenting plan. Like we want a parenting plan mm-hmm. regarding this child. And at that point, we... Um, that she started the process days to respond. That started a process where, uh, in the previous deal with the protection order, she was the petitioner and I was the respondent. So she started the process and I had to respond to what she was doing in this new thing. I was the petitioner. I said, I want to have a parenting plan with you regarding this child. That's our daughter. And she had to respond. Um, and at that point we found out that, she was still married to the person because mm-hmm. she had told everyone she was divorced. Yeah. She was still married. And we also found out that, uh, there was some paperwork because she was married to somebody else. And I knew this because she was married to somebody else at the time that my daughter was born. Um, there is a presumption that this other man is the father. And even though I was on the birth certificate, he has to sign a piece of paper and Kay has to sign a piece of paper that is like a release of paternity or something. I can't remember the actual name for it. They explained all of this to us at the hospital when my daughter was born because they understood the situation. And at that time I didn't have a relationship with this man where obviously he wasn't super thrilled about me being in his life. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I couldn't like be like, Hey, sign this thing. So I was told that that paper had been signed and that it had been filed and it was all taken care of. She also told our lawyer she had done it. We didn't, we found out once we tried to file for a parenting plan that that was not the case because you can't, you can't file a parenting plan for somebody that's not legally your child. Mm -hmm. So that started a whole other process where before we could even start filing the parenting plan, I had to prove that I was my daughter's father legally. Mm -hmm. And all of this required signatures and responses from Kay in a legal way. Uh, this was a year ago, literally, I mean, a year and Mm -hmm. two weeks ago that all of this started. Never any response, never got anything. So there's, when you start that process, you're given a a trial schedule, basically. And there's all these deadlines in there for, you need this paperwork by this day and this paperwork by this day. And here's what you have to do by this day. And all of those are like, they're deadlines. You can get them done earlier than that voluntarily. You can fill out this form and sign it and turn it in and Mm -hmm. you'll be done. But if you don't turn them in and there's just no response, then you're kind of beholden to the worst case scenario. And I remember Mm -hmm. a phone call that we had with my lawyer where they pulled out this case case schedule and they were like, "Okay, you're set for trial in October of or, you know, whatever. I think at that time it It was was September September of 2014. And And I was just like, what the? So it's going to be. You know, September until we have resolution with this. Mm-hmm. And we need like, to pause oh. and rewind real quick that our original lawyer quit after uh, your yeah. case got settled because he was so upset. By yeah. He quit family when, law altogether. Yeah, when the protection order went through, like I, I was crying. He couldn't believe it. He was upset. 
like <laughs> we went outside afterwards and he was like he like lit up a cigarette and was just talking to me and you and my dad i think my dad was there about how he kind of fucking but he's like no one believes this story yeah. no one believes this yeah so and that- then he emailed you and is like i can't believe this happened to you and then next thing we know he's no longer he's a no longer lawyer. a family lawyer <laughs> yeah. okay so now we have a lawyer assigned to us that is a dui lawyer his yeah his email address was wa dui attorney at yahoo.com <laughs> which so, should have been a first red flag that was a, well yeah but i had no choice in it. yeah no choice the guy i had hired i actually liked anyway mm-hmm. but so i never thought in a million years that it was actually going to take a year mm-hmm. to find resolution in this issue i just yeah. figured okay we'll just have it done by then well here we are a year later and it finally just got done um there's not really much to say (laughs) that I can think of between then and now, other than there was zero response, zero feedback from uh, my daughter's mom. Unfortunately, she, you know, we tried explaining the process to her many times. Um, Washington state actually has some great resources for, for all the complaining that I did about the system. Um, We ended up having to fire your lawyer because they needed $8,000 in a week. Yeah. I think we, talked about so that, then maybe. we found out all these free stuff that we could have yeah used at first yeah i mean washington state has some great resources they have a if you don't have a lawyer you're actually required when you're going through situations like this to take not only a parenting class which i had to take um or a, it's it's a class called what about the children mm-hmm. and it's for anybody that's going through a divorce or filing a parenting plan that's basically and then you also have to go through a um a class that's like a Washington state family law orientation. And unfortunately, um, Kay decided for for whatever reason, didn't attend any of those classes, um, even though she was required to by the court. And so as a result, I don't think that she had an understanding of the, of how the the process worked. And so it just drug it out indefinitely. And there was the time when she, agreed to something we wrote up all the papers and then the day yeah the day before she decided not to say <laughs> because she would say randomly that she had a lawyer but she didn't yeah. yeah so that was um so then recently it's coming down to it and yeah i meet with her a few times and to because if we can figure out a parenting plan by ourselves we do not have to avoid we do not have to involve lawyers we would <clears throat> not even have to have a judge we would just take it into and say we agree to this here it goes yeah um, we met three different times in this whole year process, and communication broke down. On a sp- do you want to talk about the specific? No, okay. doesn't matter. Um, communication would break down about how many days, and then that got itself worked out. And then about um, a certain thing that. Well, I think yeah, you can say this. Oh, um, in, because their main issue from the beginning, since she was born, is he always wanted to have the first chance. Or, or the chance to have yeah, it's, Ellie overnight it's called if first, possible. First right refusal, basically. I just said, hey, if you're going to send her somewhere else overnight, I would just – I don't have to take her, but I would just prefer you ask me. Right. Just give me the option. Give me the option. And also, I mean, we'll I'm not same. trying to, like, control the situation. If she wants to, like, have a sleepover with her friends or with grandma or whatever, like, I'm not – it's not like I'm going to take her away from that or say no and take her myself or whatever. Like, but I have her best interest wa- in mind. watching her overnight. But, yeah, people – yeah. Yeah, it didn't feel like most of the time it was uh, sleepovers and stuff. It felt like she was just looking for childcare. And if that's the case, I would just assume take her myself. Right. Exactly. Um, because, and I think that that's better for right. her. It's anyway. better for her to be with a parent. So that was our basic breakdown the last two times we met. So I said, okay, well, then it's going to go to mediation. Yeah. So it goes to mediation. They 
they uh, in the family court system is so bur- overburdened right now that they make you. Uh, it's called like alternative dispute resolution. They make you go to media. You have to show that you attempted mediation, that you attempted all these things. You have to show that you at least tried it. And so we tried it, and she responded. We went to mediation. Um, we had a discussion. Well, we were in separate rooms, so we didn't have a discussion. But mm-hmm. through a lawyer that was. By the way, an amazing uh, service, a very nice, very highly paid family lawyer mm-hmm. that w- volunteered her time as part of a program through King County to do these dispute resolutions for people that couldn't afford mediation and couldn't afford lawyers. Um, stayed an hour and a half, I think an hour and a half past. We only had three hours. She stayed an hour and a half past the time that we were scheduled to on a Friday um, to make headway because we were making headway. Um so we had the mediation. The outcome of the mediation is a document called a CR2A, <laughs> which is a, like a legal document that's written up by the lawyer that we both signed. That's actually a legally binding document. And from there, we have to draft a parenting plan and orders for child support. And then those get filed, signed. Theoretically, they get signed and approved by the mom and then and, and by me. Both parties. And uh, get sent to court. to court. So the plan after... Um, and you agreed on most. We agreed things, on a bunch of stuff, except yeah. again, and what we could agree on, we put in this document right. and we signed it, um, and that was all in there. And so the plan from there, um, according to, uh, I mean, my daughter's mom case verified this through the lawyer. Anyway, the lawyer said, okay, so I, she said, go ahead and you be in charge of getting the orders drafted up and. Mm-hmm. Whatever, and so I went and saw another great free service mm-hmm. <laughs> through a um, King County. Uh, it's called an Early Resolution Case Manager, who's a. Uh, this was a family law guy that now works for the county, um, helping people that don't have lawyers with procedural issues. He doesn't give legal advice, but they give. They, they help you, write, they help the you write up documents and explain how it all works. So I met with him. I showed him the legal the agreement that me and Kay came to in mediation, and we. Uh, I had it all drafted up, had all the paperwork done. I presented it to Kay. Well, we, I emailed it. We emailed it to her. We dropped, dropped off, off at her hard house. copies at her house and uh, mailed it and mailed it. And we didn't get any. We didn't. I just said, I need a signature. I need it by this date and we'll be done. And no response. I texted her three times no, nothing, asking about it. Nothing. So I. Uh, the deadline came. So the deadline came to go to trial and. Uh, we went to trial and I gave them the, I gave them the orders and, uh, for whatever reason, my daughter's mom chose not to show up at court and, uh, they got signed. The interesting thing was that, um, well, not the interesting thing, but basically the, I, I just put in, I couldn't violate, I couldn't go outside of the agreement that me and, um, that you came Kay up with. came yep. up to in mediation, uh, but there were things that were not included in that agreement that needed to be in the parenting plan, or mm-hmm. I wanted to put in the parenting plan, such as making sure that the people that are driving my daughter have insurance and all that kind of stuff. Licensure. So I put that in the orders, and then we went to court, and she didn't show. She didn't show up, and they we waited for half an hour past the deadline. They sent somebody down to another courtroom to make sure that she didn't come there because they had called her to tell her. That the courtroom and the judge was well, changing. They, yeah, they had called both of us. They changed mm-hmm. the judge a week before trial, and uh, they called me and they called her to say that the room was changing, and so they went down to that other room to go check for her, and she wasn't there. 
And so then the judge um, called me up and swore me in and asked me a bunch of questions and flipped through the documents that I had presented and signed them. And that was that, which was I, I wrote an email to a bunch of people and I said it was an incredibly anticlimactic ending to what's been I felt a like year it and a half. Needed to be of like music that played or yeah, or like I thought cannon I mean, shoot we out up, glitter. I was up till three o'clock in the morning the night before, like preparing. Mm-hmm. I had all these documents showing, like just in case you know Kay decided to say that that she didn't know that she didn't get served with right. papers or whatever. I mean, well, this be- process, the what what the re- the trial date that we had yesterday was the result of the paperwork that we filed October 29th, 2013. Mm-hmm. Over a year ago had been leading up to this process and the ev- we had a paper trail the whole way with signatures on it and all this stuff showing. So And her not showing up to court I, a million times. I mean, I had been I had all of these answers ready to go like i had notes about stuff that i wanted to say if it was a fight i had but then it was all done like i just uh i don't know it was so insane like i was just i was struggling i was sitting there in the court i was so nervous i was a mess on monday morning waiting for <laughs> waiting for this to happen and it was, it was terrible because they told us and nine then, fifteen <laughs> will start, and it was like we just sat there because we were early. Yeah, we so were we like twenty five minutes early. The clock, and, we, and then they didn't even start till like almost nine thirty. Yeah. And it was, uh, yeah, I was like, it's so insane to me. I mean, I'm sitting there watching the clerk like check her Facebook, and she was like <laughs> chatting with somebody on MSN Messenger, like offering like, <laughs> us candy. I'm like, you are literally like, this is my entire life that is gonna be something that's going to affect me and my daughter for the rest of my life is about to be decided by people in this room and they're just like checking facebook and whatever (laughs) like it was such a weird and i mean they're not doing anything wrong it's they're just that's just Mm -hmm. their job but i it was such a huge moment for me and such just a another like box on their to-do list another person on the court docket for that day so i really want to ask them questions i know i know like is it unusual for someone to not show up to something like this they did not seem they did not seem surprised really yeah well i think that they were able to look through they looked through the the paperwork leading up to that point and there there was a number of pre-trial conferences and um that judge had actually signed off one that she hadn't had been very little response from her and yeah so yeah. that was um that was that. I know it's I, all done. <laughs> I felt like I wanted her to say like congratulations, you have a daughter. I've yeah, been looking for that say... sock for a really long time. <laughs> Sorry, I just pulled a sock out of my pocket. <laughs> That's weird. Um, she did say good luck. She said I wish you the best of luck. Walked off, handed me the papers. Yeah, and that was just that was that. So yeah, that's um that's done. I mean it's it's far from over. It's over, but it's quote unquote over. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, my so goal have, what, and all of this, like I tried years. extremely hard through all of this to avoid trial. Um, because yes. I don't, I don't desire to have a relationship with Kay or with, you know, the mother of my daughter where it's this adversarial, like we're working against each other mm-hmm. and we're fighting all the time because I think the best thing for my daughter is for me and her mom to get along and any weird petty differences that we have and annoyances that we have with each other like that's between me and her and it's not fair for my daughter to have to pay the consequences you know i'm a 32 year old man and i need to be able to handle myself in a mature responsible way and you know i didn't in many ways which is what partially what contributed to the situation being what it was um but i can't 
affect that now, you know, I can learn from it and move forward. But, you know, so it wasn't my desire to go to court and just like dump on her or whatever. I tried to do, I mean, in the contrary, I tried to do everything I could to avoid (laughs) going to court. Well, and honestly, what you could have done is yeah i mean, asked for when full custody she never when, gets to see her again and hope somebody but, doesn't show up to court when they've been given opportunities like that sometimes you can file for a dismissal where the whole thing would just get dropped and i would be given whatever i wanted mm-hmm. um i could have asked for full custody i could have i'm still paying some child support i could have asked that to be reduced or you eliminated um mm-hmm. technically like I'm actually the primary parent in the relationship or according to the parenting plan, which mm-hmm. means that technically she would have to pay me support if it was being figured out the other way. But like I I'm not worried about that stuff mm-hmm. nearly as much as just being able to be the parent, be present for my daughter and mm-hmm. be and, and be in her life and be involved, you know, more than just a weekend parent. So, yeah. you know, I'm very happy with the outcome. I have her a little over 50 percent of the time residential wise. And I feel like right down the middle is a great place to start as long as both the parents are in a healthy place. And, uh, that's, that's where we are. So yeah, it was really hard. We both said it was really hard to not get to see Ellie Reid after that. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, I actually had her, she was with my mom at the time and then my mom took her to school and I was like <laughs> wanting to go to school and yeah. just give her a hug and be like, it's over this thing that you don't even know, <laughs> you didn't is happening. know it was happening. We're, <laughs> we're so happy. I've been losing sleep for the last year and a mm-hmm. half. It's over. So, but like you said, now you have to come up with another reason why you put stuff off. Yeah, I know for <laughs> the longest time I've been saying, well, What's this legal stuff? I just got all this legal stuff going on. I'm just so like, I can't focus on anything else. I'm exhausted. We can't go to the gym because of the legal stuff. We can't do yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. So now I have to come up with a new thing to distract me. We'll or see. we'll just do our stuff that yeah, we I need guess. to. I guess. So that's, uh, I don't that know. I feel like we win. talked too much. But. I don't think so. I, I know where you're coming from and wanting to, because of all your therapy that you've had, I've talked to you about this before offline, but um, I know that you are in the mindset of you wanting to take personal responsibility for everything. But as a um, witness to all of the relationship that happened up until July, it was a 50-50 dysfunctional. You yeah. guys were shitty to each other. Yeah, it's but not I can all only you. take responsibility I for know. my stuff. And no matter what... Uh, no matter what was done to me, it doesn't justify me doing horrible things to anybody else. I know, so. but I just wanted to put that in the record for the <laughs> yeah. nerd listeners. Yeah. That for when we uh, hear this podcast as evidence in <laughs> our next court trial. Can you imagine? <laughs> that would be another thing where I'm like, I'm really bummed that that happened. But holy crap, that's amazing. <laughs> Somebody cared enough to listen to the podcast and submit oh it as evidence. <laughs> we didn't say anything that isn't already yeah. part of a record, I right? I know, I know. So that's, uh, that's it, guys. There's the story. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for uh, <laughs> bearing with us. I just know a lot of people wanted to know yeah. the redacted story. And so now... Mm-hmm. It's dacted. It's dacted. It's, uh, yeah. I want to say redacted, but that doesn't work. <laughs> it's re-redacted. It's re-redacted. <laughs> it's re-redacted. Um, so what's next? So, Christy, I, uh, I, have, I have a surprise for you. Okay. Okay. It's everybody's favorite segment, you guys. Candy? Everybody's favorite segment. T-minus three minutes and counting. 
We choose to go to the moon in this decade. Roger, zero G, and I feel fine. Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. Five, four, three, two, one. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. <laughs> Do you like that? I, I, okay. I do. Uh-huh. I, I know that you really love it and uh-huh. you put a lot of work into it, but just like the space segment, too long. it goes on a little long. Too long. It goes on a little it's long. It's five seconds longer than you, than the drone strike one. It's only five really? seconds longer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll try and shorten it down a little bit. I got it's excited. Fine. Maybe there's a couple extra things in there. I will say this, that beep that you hear in the background, mm-hmm. that is the transmission that came from Sputnik. Every other clip that you hear in there is from NASA from actual shuttle uh, missions and Apollo missions. So actual NASA audio footage. So You should have only done countdowns. Um, you should have <laughs> from the disasters. <laughs> so this, this Okay, weekend, I'm putting three minutes on the clock. Ready? Yeah, yeah, just like it said at the beginning. T-minus three minutes and counting. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So uh, last week we talked about the uncrewed orbital science and terry's rocket that exploded the 200 million dollar or whatever (laughs) whatever the ridiculously large amount of money um that happened on the 28th i believe shortly thereafter on friday um just i wrote this out because and i'm just gonna read it um just a few days later a virgin galactic spaceship two broke apart during a test, and pilot Peter Siebold was badly injured. Um, pilot Michael Asbury lost his life. Um, so there was a vehicle that uh, that actually broke apart, and um, one of the pilots passed away. So Because one was able to have their parachute go off and the other didn't. Yeah. So um, for anybody that's interested, you probably, this got publicized quite a bit in the news, but Spaceship Two is a rocket-powered glider and uh, designed to carry people into suborbital heights um basically to the edge of space and uh it's made by virgin galactic um which is a commercial this isn't a nasa deal this is virgin galactic and so basically they strap the spacecraft on the under underside of an airplane goes up into the air they drop the spacecraft it fires a rocket shoots up into the atmosphere past the atmosphere fly around up in space come back down so it's designed to carry about six people uh, they pay around $240,000 a piece, <laughs> which is insane. Did the guy who seat. died, um, did he get his money back? He, uh, well, he was a test pilot, oh. so they don't actually have anybody flying in, uh, in them right now other than the test pilots. Okay. <laughs> so How much did this the, damage A cost? lot of people thought that the rocket itself blew up. Uh, doesn't look like that's what happened. It actually looks like the braking system on the spacecraft uh, engaged prematurely. Mm-hmm. And There's as a, a result, sex joke somewhere in there. As a result, the spacecraft broke apart at about 45,000 feet while going Mach 2, just 1.2. So just over the speed of sound. So uh, the day after it happened, there's about 700 customers that have currently paid for these seats above to space. I'm only halfway done. and I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> Did people want their uh, money back? Uh, t- about 20 of the 700 people asked for refunds. Okay. There was one person that specifically contacted Virgin Galactic on that day and paid for a ticket as a result of this saying we must go on we must go forward did we 
uh, do you think that's what it was or are they mentally ill and trying to find a way to commit suicide? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. But like by really the time that people way. can actually fly aboard this thing, um, buy tickets to this thing into space, it will be much, much safer. So the next piece of news, I would end, but because I've hit my three minute limit, but I have to, I don't want to end on somebody died. I, I want to okay. say one more thing. So one more piece of space news. This is coming up next week on November 12th. So this will be actually, by the time that you're hearing our next episode, um, this will have happened. Uh, after more than a 12-year journey weaving through the solar system and slingshotting around planets, ESA's spacecraft Rosetta will drop a lander called Filet onto the surface of Comet 67P. So this is a comet that's traveling uh, 40,000 times faster than a bullet uh, and spinning while it happens. And it's made of dust and ice held to, and rocks. And it's, as it's getting closer to the sun, it's breaking apart, warming up and jets of gas are shooting out of the surface of the comet. So we've sent a probe. It took 12 years to get there. It's now orbiting the comet. And next week they're going to detach a small lander from that probe. And it's actually going to land on the onto the thing onto the comet so which is amazing it's unprecedented it's never happened before in the history of space flight and uh it's going to unlock it's going to show us more about the origins of the universe so there um i just the uh, from so this the, is going to disprove god <laughs> from, from the rosetta missions page the rosetta's prime Objective is to help understand the origin and evolution of the solar system. The comet's composition reflects the composition of the pre-solar nebula out of which the sun and planets of the solar system formed more than 4.6 billion years ago. So That's awesome. There it is. Can I give an update of the voting? Oh, yeah. Oregon just legalized marijuana. Yeah, they did. And <laughs> Washington, D.C. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. All right. So that's a new thing. Now those... Uh, now no one will come up for, um, what do they call that? Pot tourism. <laughs> I'm sure that they still will. The, well, that was a big joke when Washington made it legal because in Oregon, they you can drink at strip clubs and they have more strip clubs per capita than like any state or something crazy like that. Uh, so they all, so the joke was people, Oregon people are going to drive up here for the pot and we're going to drive down there for the strip clubs. Got it. I don't do, I, I don't understand strip clubs. Do you know they have a vegan strip club there? In Portland, uh, what's a vegan strip? They only they serve vegan food. Oh, they serve food at strip clubs. Yeah, <laughs> what? Oh my gosh, you're against strip clubs? I'm not against strip clubs. I just don't understand. Like, if you want to see naked women, go look on the internet. There's plenty of naked women on the internet. You don't need to like go and awkwardly sit with a bunch of your buddies and get a boner and not be able to do anything about it. Oh, people do stuff about it. Ugh doesn't make any sense i don't understand strip clubs i would feel super uncomfortable and weird going with any of well my you friends. can't even order at starbucks so yes yeah. i agree that you would not be able to do it <laughs> which is probably a good thing with your history that this is not another thing that you need to add yeah yeah i don't know what that means but that's okay you know what it means no i don't <laughs> okay okay uh so christy what do you say we bring this in for a landing come up with a, a few is it going to be a crash landing oh, like a my God. space a shuttle? few little pieces of house cleaning in the um we have our midwest tour yes not next this weekend. weekend but next weekend eureka podcast we're coming for you do you have any um 
wise words or thoughts for them. We're going to need a designated driver yeah. and a meter maid. A meter maid, M-E-A-T, yeah. They said, they said that they're the most horrible people in the world because they're taking somebody that doesn't drink to, like, the bar district, and they're mm-hmm. taking Christy, who doesn't eat meat, although she does, to... A I have a lot of rules place. around. Yeah, yeah. So they know the rules, and they're going yeah. to take me to specific so places. The only other thing I think we need to do to really hit the trifecta is we need to go shooting somewhere. We need to get some guns involved, and then it'll be like compromising yeah. all of the big areas. Well, well, Katrina, and then maybe go guns. to church. <laughs> oh, a mega church. Yeah, let's go um, to church. A good old fashioned Missouri mega church <laughs> isn't there like a huge thing there in kansas city yeah the international house of prayer yeah i don't really want to do that churches. but you yeah. should do it okay <laughs> wait are did we discuss with them well i guess this is how we discuss right. things with yeah. them is we should record yeah oh uh, can i bring that on the plane you the can bring the little stuff? one okay not that giant thing <clears throat> yeah all right yeah i'll bring this bring it out there and we'll see what we can do why wouldn't you well, be able bring to bring it, to it, to it on the plane i don't know i don't know how that works <laughs> I don't understand how airplanes work. It's confusing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. So that's Eureka Podcast. Uh, I was just on a podcast called Sounds Like an Earful, talking aptly about parenting. It's actually really weird that it came out yeah. today because I recorded really cool. like two and a half months ago. Uh, when I was on there, we didn't, I didn't get to plug my show on there. I don't know. Well, you wouldn't have anyway. That's true. He just knows that I'm like a sleazy, like always <laughs> wanting to talk about my podcast thing. So he probably let me do it. But honestly, I, I don't like need I to. I was on it. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You've been on it. Uh, so yeah, it's a whole show about parenting and I'm, I got a little piece in there. So I'll link to that in the show notes, but it's a pretty rad show called Sounds Like an Earful. The episode is about parenting. The, the show is about, is about parenting. Random the show is about topics. all sorts of different things. Um, check out. There's a podcast that I want to tell you guys about called Three Guys, Three Questions. Okay. There are some friends that uh, I just met in the podcasters little Facebook group that we it started. It's like a drinking game you would play at a frat party. Three Guys, Three Questions? Yeah. 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 Or like, like a is sex there game. like one of those limp <laughs> cookies involved and like porn in the backgrounds or? Yeah, probably. No? Okay. Aaron, Adam, and Andrew compete to seem the most normal white. Oh, compete to seem the most normal while revealing just a little bit too much about their fears, pet peeves, and idiosyncrasies. They stole our word. They stole our word. I have a question. Where do they get word. these questions? I don't know. I listened to the I listened to the one of the episodes, their most recent one today. It's the only one that I've listened I, to of theirs. Well, if they're but listening, I'm only, I want to do a crossover where I Oh yeah. I get to ask them the questions. Three three girls, three guys. A three girl question, a girl and a qu- they'd have to change their logo yeah. around a little yeah. bit because there's an extra g in there but <laughs> yeah that would uh maybe be good but basically i'm just doing this because they said that they're going to give us cookies if we talk about the their cookies podcast. that i was just discussing because i don't think <laughs> the I want song, yeah maybe there is maybe that's what they do where during are the, they i don't know oh, okay yeah if but, they're in um, the Midwest, we should try to meet them and get those cookies. <laughs> yeah, maybe they can come out to our Midwest Do you know meetup. I have weirdness about potluck but, or baked goods taking them from people? Well, that's understandable. You should. Yeah. I brought a uh, 11-year-old ham that I found in a freezer <laughs> once she did. to a, a, a Bible, <laughs> Bible school thing. I just found a random ham in the dorm. So, um, Yeah, so go to their website, 3g3q.com. Check them out. I posted, they said they were trying to get people to promote their show. And I said, send me a clip. And he's like, yeah, mm-hmm. we don't have a clip, but here's a sentence you can say about us. But 
Well, they need I to get a I want to make them work for it. So you know what? Don't go. Don't, don't go, go to their website and don't listen Mm-mm. until they put a clip. Until you hear a clip, because or they until need to work we for verify it. that we got cookies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of the two, and then and then uh, and then go to the website and check out their show. <laughs> I don't know. Um, besides that, yeah, contact us, guys. I just wanted to say this: we have like seriously some of the greatest listeners in the world. That's true. Rob Robert Pape. Yes. Made us business cards <laughs> that he say did. what's her face and redacted. Yes. I love it. <laughs> so that's going to be our new thing. The Nerd Out Loud podcast with rede- uh, what's her face and right. redacted. Get it straight. Yeah. That's rad. Um, we, uh, there's been quite a bit of people on Twitter using the hashtag uh, trouble chat. <laughs> we had somebody that used it in like an actual conversation in like a chat program at work and okay. then took a screenshot and sent it to me. Oh, I <laughs> so do I that. T- I'm going to next time I have to call IT. Yes, I'm going to because basically or something. everything about my work and the IT situation, <laughs> yeah. not the people, but just the situation yeah. is shitty. Yeah. So I'm often calling them so i'm going to say it and try to say it with a straight face yes so they they, they know that want. i'm like kind of we nerdy. want you guys i we i want you guys use trouble chat in the real world and then like tell us. in the wild and take take like screenshots or record it or and call us whatever and uh let us let us see it because that's hilarious so mm-hmm. find us on facebook or twitter or whatever nerd out loud pod on all that stuff or just go to our website nerdoutloudpod.com we're on there and uh Holy cow, this is going to be a long episode. Nobody's nobody's it. probably listening at this point, but um they probably all turned over to cereal. Am I right, guys? Am <laughs> I right? <laughs> oh, that was really do you, mean. Do you have any um do you have any last words, Christina? Um I don't care if you love or hate the podcast, just don't talk shit and don't make up lies about me. And uh somebody wrote into our website and said Sometimes at work, I sit deep in thought and realize my life hasn't gone the way I had hoped. I haven't accomplished all I could. And then I listen to your podcast and I feel much better. <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell if that's like a, you guys make me feel good. Right. And so I'm better. Or your or... lives are so shitty that mine feels good yeah. in comparison. Hey, either way, I'm glad that we could be of service. You're just way. happy someone wrote to us and went to our website, I love right? It. Yeah, I love it. So So I just found out we have a Tumblr site. Yeah, our whole website is built on Tumblr. I thought Tumblr was only for porn. (laughs) Oh my god! No, no. There are other. Am I doing it wrong or right? Probably a little bit of both. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So I this is new to me that it's for other things (laughs) besides porn. So go if you do this Tumblr thing. No e, just a l r. You can Um, just go to nerdoutloudpod.com. No, but if they want to follow us on Tumblr, if they do that kind of if thing. If you are lo- signed into Tumblr and go, you go to nerdoutloud.pod, ugh, nerdoutloudpod.com, uh-huh. there will be a little follow button. Oh, so do the, that yeah. if you do this Tumblr thing. Or just go to, you know, on your dashboard, search for but Nerd it, Out Loud Pod But can I give us. you some advice, people? If you do use Tumblr <laughs> for porn, yeah. do not follow us on there because it's very distracting to be looking through through your stories and then to have one of our random things pop up. So, <laughs> so like just choose, choose how you use your social media and then pick. Don't, you don't have to police <laughs> people's social media usage. I'm just they saying can, like, they can use no it however they want. No one wants to see a random selfie that we, of nerd, nerds Pretty much that all we put, I on, put there. on there is just our shows. It's not. Okay. Well, it's, it's very <laughs> distracting when you're looking at, 
whatever you're looking at and then yeah. get that. There it is, guys. Thank you so much. Have a good day, week, night, evening, year. It's going to be how you sign up. Let your nerd flag fly. Get a parenting plan. I'm going to play it at the beginning. No, I'm just going to play it right at the beginning of the show.